0: To learn more, visit UASCC.org or UnitedWayNCC.org.
1: And again, you're listening to Community Matters. Many programs across disciplines are restarting after either being on pause... Or having to alter plans due to the pandemic. The Dream It Do It initiative is one of those programs and we sat down with Dream It Do It coordinator Francel Rondonel and Manufacturers Association Executive Director Todd Tranum to talk about how they've moved forward. We have members of the Dream It Do It and as well as the Manufacturers Association of uh, Jamestown here in studio with us today and I want to welcome you both Todd and Francine <laughs> to WRFA.
2: Yes thanks for the opportunity to be here Julia it's so nice to see you again
1: it is great to see you again and Francine great to meet you as well so we are in what I always say we're in a new school year but it's really it's September and, but there are a lot of things happening with dream it do it and I was looking for what is what is the what is going on right now with the program Francine
3: well again thank you for having us here and um, with the new school year brings a lot of new opportunities for dream it do it to get into the community and also get into the area schools what we're working on right now, uh, we have Manufacturing Month coming up in October. Um, manufacturing Day is October seventh, and we're working with collaborating with JCC on some activities for Manufacturing Day. And what we what we tend to do during the month of of October for Manufacturing Month is to really try to get students into area manufacturers to tour, ask questions, see in person what today's manufacturing looks like. So that's really the focus for Manufacturing Month in October. And for people
1: who might not be familiar with what Dream It Do It is, we've had it for many years in the area, what is the program itself? For for what is its purpose as well?
3: Um, Dream and Do It is an initiative of the Manufacturers Association and our goal is to help increase the talent pipeline to area manufacturers and we do that by connecting students with area manufacturers as well as educating them on STEM careers in manufacturing, uh, educational opportunities through P-TECH and Dunkirk and Springville, and also, you know, through area colleges where they can get an education like right here in Jamestown at at JCC's MTI. Mm
1: -hmm. What are you seeing? uh, Obviously, the pandemic has affected so much uh, across the board. Uh, You take take your pick of whatever thing it may be. But when it comes to manufacturing, what are you seeing coming out of either whether in workforce or in manufacturing itself from the pandemic?
2: Well, workforce is the number one challenge our manufacturers face. Frankly, it was the number one challenge before the pandemic. I think you know, the pandemic has just kind of piled on some of the, the challenges manufacturers are facing, whether it's workforce issues, whether it's supply chain issues, or a variety of other things. Uh, but still, workforce is the number one issue, and you know, we see Dream It Do It as an important part. Of this I mean there's other initiatives in the community they're important Um, you know JCC has made a significant investment in their workforce development side and and in the manufacturing technology Institute we have the P-TECH program out of Dunkirk which is available to schools throughout the district Uh, we've seen um, our specific schools making additional investments and recognizing the importance of of skilled trades and, and manufacturing We've got to maintain that momentum and and keep uh, building those programs, getting more kids engaged in that. And you know, our role in this is to is in part uh, you know to educate the educators, uh, you know, about the importance of manufacturing to our economy and our needs. To uh, get that uh, talent pipeline energized and 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 get kids connected to these opportunities, and in doing so, too, engage with kids in a way where we're. Doing you know hands-on types of projects and and helping kids touch, feel, and see what manufacturing and advanced manufacturing is today. Um, I believe, and I think, I, I feel there's others that believe in, in in our community and in our region is is if we can figure out collaboratively on a regional basis how to address the workforce challenges. It It could give us, and it will give us, a competitive advantage over other regions in the United States. We've got, as you know, a pretty significant amount of infrastructure. We've got, uh, you know, in our region, we've got, what, three, uh, if you consider Allegheny, Chautauqua, Cattaraugus. We've got four post-secondary institutions. Um, We've got uh, a variety of school districts in our region. We've got a community college, an active community college. We've got to figure out how to better leverage these resources, as well as the not-for-profits that, that, that work with kids and, and engage in, in the workforce development system. Then we're in a better position to keep our manufacturers here, retain, uh, help them retain the employees they have, as well as bring uh, new jobs to the area.
1: Mm-hmm. You mentioned with Jamestown Community College uh, that we have facilities here in Chautauqua County as well as Cattaraugus County. Mm-hmm. What has been the, their role? I mean, you're, the Manufacturers Association is right on, practically on the campus of JCC in Jamestown. Mm-hmm. So what has been the college's role or, or maybe change in attitude toward manufacturing?
2: Well, you know, it's 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 been a, a, an evolution um, you know, over a number of years. Obviously, our partnership with with jcc you know back in the early 2000s around developing the manufacturing technology institute was a pretty significant step forward uh, for that in institution in terms of developing um career ready individuals in the manufacturing sector and you know it's it's evolved over over time um, as technology has evolved and you know I i, I we give a lot of credit to DeMart and his administration and the renewed focus he's put on, on manufacturing and, and training around manufacturing over the past few years. Um, so um, they're running some great programs. They've designed some specific programs to be shorter term, more cohort driven Training opportunities to get you know, people in to some intensive training, out the door into employment as fast as uh, possible, and that's been very proactive way to help address this issue. They've brought in a variety of of new technology into the facilities, uh, robotics, co-robots, um, some more advanced technology around 3D printing. So um, you know we really appreciate what they're what they're doing there, and obviously our role within this is to try to get more young people interested in those training opportunities and a better understanding of of manufacturing uh, in our region Mm
1: -hmm. and you're mentioning i was thinking about it with the robots and the 3d printing that kind of uh manufacturing is much different than what traditionally has been thought mm. of as manufacturing maybe around here, and this and mm. we, this has been discussed mm. by the manufacturer that it's not say just the jobs where you're in a factory and everything that manufacturing is expanded to be many different things, mm. uh, and 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 in that the the hope is that students can find their place in that.
2: Right, right, and you know it's it, it's not our grandfather's manufacturing anymore, and uh, there are great opportunities, great career opportunities, opportunities for advancement uh for for people in manufacturing careers and you know on, on, on the the other reality of manufacturing is we've seen even prior to the pandemic um and you can probably map this back to around 2009 2010 uh, quite a bit of manufacturing returning from from overseas you know we, we've as many manufacturers tried that experiment not that there still isn't going to be manufacturing and supply chains coming from uh, other countries, but we've seen a lot of reshoring uh, of manufacturing into this country. And through the pandemic, um, manufacturing was running strong. Um, it really was incredible to watch our manufacturers in our region persevere through some of the challenges of that, uh, protect their employees' health while still getting product out the door because there was significant demand for a lot of manufacturers products in our region during that period and it continues now um francine and i have been out uh, touring <laughs> with students and and meeting with manufacturers in the region and you know they're, they're very busy and it's great to see um it's a little bit counterintuitive probably from when you and i grew up in the area when we we're all like man we can't find any jobs around here <laughs> um it's 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 a total reversal. Uh, there's a lot of opportunities, uh, particularly in manufacturing,
3: and that's why those tours are so important too. Is to get students into the manufacturers to kind of dispel some of those those stereotypes about manufacturing. And some of the comments I hear from students are that you know they can't believe how clean the manufacturers are, how well lit they are, and you know another comment that I hear from students too is why aren't there more women? working in the manufacturing industry, and that's why our our Girls in Manufacturing Day event that we held at JCC this past year um, was really important. It, it, It gets young ladies, educated on on opportunities in manufacturing and welding. And when we had the event at JCC, we also had women from area manufacturers come in and talk to these young ladies and their parents about career opportunities. So it's really important, and that, that's part of my personal mission, too, is reaching out to some of those young ladies and, and getting them into careers that are meaningful and, and maybe outside of the norm that they
2: might and, I, you know, I'd like to build on that and to say Francine has done an amazing job. Uh, you know, this program was on pause for a little bit, and, um, you know, from day one since we, we brought her on, she's, she's understood the mission and the vision and the importance of collaborating with existing organizations and strengthening those partnerships with our not-for-profit mm-hmm. sector and our schools and our manufacturers and kind of that whole fabric of what makes this type of program uh, success and you know engaging with well over 600 uh, students in, in chautauqua mm-hmm. county over the past year and a number of educators um, i we're really proud of the work she's done and we feel she's off to a you know a, a great start um, she had uh, some some roots and some connections into the schools that we didn't have that she's brought to the table um, so we're uh, we're, ver- we're really excited about the future of the program here mm-hmm. in Chautauqua county
1: and with with the future, you know, obviously you, you've talked about in a sh- short-term future with October being Manufacturing's Month. And I remember last year's ceremony where he, there was a wonderful success story of a wo- young woman. I think she had, she, she interned at Hope's Windows, I think it was. Yep. Yeah. And, and her whole story about how she went forward okay. and, you know, found employment. And, and here, yeah, like you said, here you, we have young, young women who are finding their place in manufacturing and that there is a there is space for them there. So great that was a great program last year and I look forward to if there's something done next month as well. Um moving if into the future, what are some of the things that also you're hoping to do or things that you want to see happen with school districts or nonprofits with the Dream It Do It program?
3: Well, um One of the things that we're working on, and I'm really excited that we're bringing it to Chautauqua County, is the Dream It Do It 500. It is an event that originated in Cattaraugus County in our Cat County sister program with St. Bonaventure University. And last year, I brought it into the schools, and it's a competition where students are tasked to design, build, test, and race and market a rubber band power car. So last year, I made kits and dropped them off in area schools, and I made kits for over 300 students. We had students in area schools. Because of the pandemic, we didn't, you know, we didn't think it was you know, ideal to have 400 students in a <laughs> small space. So we, you know, I delivered those kits to area students. And this year, we're collaborating with SUNY Fredonia, and we're having a live event at Steel Hall on November 5th. So that that's very exciting. It's it's exciting to build that collaboration with SUNY Fredonia, also bring this program to the North County as well, and and I'm very excited about that. Mm-hmm.
1: So when it comes to that day, do do each of those several hundred students demonstrate their vehicle, or how, how does that work?
3: Um, the students will be doing all of that work at during the event. Um, prior to the event, the we have some wonderful v- educational links on our YouTube page where it, it, it the teachers can walk through the process with the students. But the task is for them to be on site and coming up with the design and and building it and testing it and then racing it. And we'll have a panel of judges there who will be judging various criteria. We're also planning on having some engineers from area manufacturers there who can help them with the design process. And um, we're we're still ironing out some of the details, but I'm really excited about it. The kids love the in-school event, and they were really excited about doing this live and in-person.
1: Mm -hmm. And and thinking about it that there's a lot of creativity that is required. So, you know, while yes, there's the engineering is very, you know, very set rules for how physics works when you want something to go somewhere or work. uh, The creativity involved in that um, spatial awareness and all that. There's so many different aspects of um, knowledge that are used in, in an event like that. So it sounds really exciting. So, um, are all is it too late for schools to take part in that, or is there still time for districts to get
3: involved with that project? Oh, absolutely. We, um, I'll be sending out some information. I've sent out a save the date, the date to area schools, but there'll be a Google Docs registration link for area schools to be able to sign up. Teams of four. Uh, we're including students from middle school and high school, so they can have a couple of different teams per school, and so it's not not. Definitely not too late. And the wonderful thing about this event, too, is that it educates students about the process, right? They're they're engaged in the designing of the car and, and various processes that are involved in manufacturing. And that's some of the thing that I've, I've liked to do throughout some of my programming is talk to the students about, you know, manufacturing isn't just going in and sitting behind a machine and cutting out, you know, parts all day long there's a lot of design there's math involved there's you know a lot of technology and and engineering so it can you know if a student is inclined to be interested in one of those areas it might just you know pique some of that curiosity and that interest for them
1: Mm -hmm. and in terms of anything else going on with between manufacturing or dream at do is that you would like to update us on
2: sure Well, Francine will be working on a variety of tech, tech tours mm-hmm. uh, throughout the month of, of October as part of Manufacturing Month, so working with our schools and our manufacturers. We'll be bringing back STEM wars uh, next, next spring, which is sort of our really major event of the year. Uh, we'll be partnering with, uh, with JCC on that. But there are some kind of more immediate things coming up that I'd like to remind folks about. Uh, JCC is hosting a manufacturing and technology expo next week. So September 22nd from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. There's going to be a variety of vendors there talking about uh, their computer-aided design software, uh, three-dimensional scanning, robotics, automation, machining, and, and various tooling. Uh, so we, we encourage our manufacturers, we encourage uh, our schools uh, to, to participate in that program. <laughs> Excuse me. And then, you know, coming up in October is a climate technology conference for manufacturers, uh, being hosted by uh, Retool Western New York and the, the Board of Public Utilities and, and NYSERDA. We're excited about this event. Again, it's October 17th and the 19th in downtown Jamestown, great opportunity to to learn about uh, climate technology in that sector. Um, We feel there's a lot of opportunity for our manufacturers to look at new product opportunities. Uh, There are already a number of our manufacturers involved in that sector in various ways, but there's always opportunity for growth. Um, there's going to be you know, some innovat- innovators who are already involved in uh, cli- the climate technology supply chain there, uh, some entrepreneurs, some investors uh, will be there. So, we appreciate the, the work the Board of Public Utilities and other organizations are putting into that. Um, so, a lot of stuff coming up related to manufacturing in the region. We're really excited about it. Obviously, we're excited to shine a light on the importance of manufacturing. Um, our manufacturing sector in our three-county region of Allegheny, Cattaraugus, and Chautauqua County, that's a region represented by the Manufacturers Association, accounts for $7.5 billion in shipments annually. A lot of people aren't aware of the incredible manufacturing base we still have, and the amount of uh, economic activity that's taken place in that sector. So, 7.5 billion. It's about 4.5, 4.2 specifically for Chautauqua County, in annual shipments coming out of the area. Um, you know, 18,000 jobs uh, in the region um, relative to the national percentage of manufacturing jobs which is around eight percent of uh, of total workforce uh we're we're around 15 percent in this region which says a lot about our economy and and the importance of manufacturing and why we need to continue to do these these initiatives and activities to support it and grow it
1: Mm -hmm. anything else fancy that you'd like to add about uh, (laughs) things going on Um,
3: i just would like to remind schools and and out-of-school programs to reach out to Dream It, Do It. Um, I had the wonderful opportunity this past summer to work with the Boys and Girls Club and the YMCA um, during their summer camps, and it was so much fun. And it was uh, a great way to, to reach a, a variety of students and to bring some STEM activities and to introduce them to Dream It, Do It. So i just like to remind schools to, if you're interested in having me come in and speak to your students, please reach out. Great. And for listeners, uh, if
1: someone was trying to get in touch with you, where can they go?
2: So they can find us on Facebook at at Dream and Do at Western New York. Uh, They can uh, email Francine at frondonnell at ddwny.com. That's F-R-O-N-D-E-N-E-L-L at d-i-d-i-w-n-y.com. Uh, You can also visit our website at uh, didiwny.com or give us a call at 716-483-1833.
1: Well, Todd Francine, I thank you so much for coming in to talk with us today. All right, thank Thank you. Thank you.
2: Appreciate the opportunity.